Hi, people. I'm still Michael Lobo. This is Just Because, the Human Experience Podcast, episode 177. This was recorded on June 18th, 2023. Today is June 28th, 2023. I was joined by my wife, Serena, and my two very good friends, Jaina and Dilcia. We reviewed the movie Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I, I love this movie instantly, and I needed to talk to some people about it. I need, and I feel like even at the end of this episode, there was still so much more we could have gotten into. But I, I am so excited to see this movie again and again and have conversations with people. I need to talk to more people. I need to talk and keep talking about it. Maybe you share what you thought of the episode, uh, what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what were some characters or, or moments that stood out. What are some things you're still confused about? Because there's still some shit that I'm confused about. Um, spoilers all over the place. So if you haven't seen it, stop listening to this. Enjoy. What's good? How's it going? Uh, okay, I was like, oh snap! <gasps> oh, want to be on this podcast with me? Oh my yeah. goodness! You say what's up? What's up? What's up? Oh no! Hi! <laughs> oh my gosh! Asked. He's like, why can't I do the podcast? And I said, you'll you'll do the intro with me. We're talking about. Across the Spider Verse, so you'll be you'll be fine. You'll be on it. How have you been, Jana? I'm okay. I think <laughs> this is so cute. Um, don't eat that, Chaser. Um, oh. <laughs> hey, that laugh. <laughs> 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 yeah. it the whole time now. We're okay. We're alive. Hey, that's the that's the first step. I think. And I think that's oh. that's what it takes. Is that the fact that we're alive? Yeah. And oh, goodness. We are eating and we're alive. And we went grocery shopping. And we went to the dog park. I'm trying to level this on my couch. There you go. What are you doing? <laughs> this is just gonna be the whole podcast. I, I think it, it might be. Talking to her or about her or <laughs> Let me let me go get our son. Hold on. No, no. Yelsey yeah. is very confused. Can you guys hear me? Can can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't sure. I'm using the iPad, which I've never used before, um, and I'm trying to figure out like like how to do it. Is that better? Well, you're sideways now. now. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. I guess it would keep we'll us all on our toes. Like this. I'm just trying to like make it straighter or something make it hi right. guys i'm sorry for being no, late no. you are good <laughs> i'm usually you late all right cool thank you oh and my cat is deciding to scratch on the thing right now can you hear that yeah i thought somebody's trying to break in let's say dilcy it's time to go you want to see the cat that's phoebe 
okay, I'll stop being a crazy cat lady now. Well, <laughs> what a great There's name. Nothing wrong with being a crazy yeah. cat lady. Yeah, no, nothing <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah, her sisters are Rachel and Monica. <laughs> yeah. You went all the way in. I did not name them. So my sister oh. does foster cat adoptions. And um, these were her first three, these three sisters. That's like one of her favorite shows. So she, <laughs> she ended up keeping Rachel and Monica. And I took Phoebe. So I'm like, I'm not going to change her name because, you know, she's got to match with her sisters. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And Phoebe was kind of the one that was more out versus like Rachel and Monica that were like, agree. Really, yeah. So I agree. Yeah. So she's <laughs> the black cat. Yeah. How are you oh, yeah. guys? We're okay. I think. Are, are the kids asleep or are they at least just in their room? They're in the rooms. I'm sure okay. our son is messing around with all the toys. He sleeps with 27 snugglies. Mm-hmm. That's real life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of them. He's like, I need all of them. And I go, you don't need every single one. He like wakes up drenched in sweat. And I'm like, it's because of all this synthetic fibers. Compacting the body heat into a box. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) So we got him down to eight. Yeah. We negotiated eight snugglies. Uh And he went to bed at like 730. So I think he should be asleep. And he went to sleep at like like 740. Okay. So because I was trying to rush out here. I'm like, we only have 20 minutes. <laughs> we need to go. I yeah. want one more hug. For our no. sanity. Also. Yeah. That's why the I, the beer is happening. Uh-huh. Um, nice. <laughs> Yay. Time, yes. Time for mom and dad to drink. <laughs> yes. For sure. That's right. awesome. I just dropped off the kids at their dad's house. Yeah. Cool. So now I just have all the animals here. <laughs> yes. That's all right. Now you can drink. I can. Yes. So. I'm excited to talk about this movie, Spider-Man yeah. Across the Spider-Verse. Um, Yay. To talk about I have this. my DVD. I have my DVD of the first one. <gasps> oh. To start off, I wanted to ask y'all, what did you think of the first movie? And then expectations with the second one. Um, Jana, you can go first. Um, I loved the first movie. I remember walking out of it and I was super, super hyped. For the first part, I was like, because I really love animated movies and animation in in general, because of like anime and whatnot. So, watching this, at least the first one, I was like, the animation is insane, insane. It's like Disney, like Disney and Pixar do great jobs with their animation and their stories and all that, but this, I felt like, was a the first one, I shouldn't say this, but both of them were absolutely out of this world. So when the first one came out, I loved it. I was super excited for it. I don't follow a lot of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's. <laughs> <laughs> um, in general, he's just, he's not my superhero, but after watching Miles Morales, I was like, now I feel like I need to invest. I need to know more about Miles Morales. Not so much Peter Parker, but like Miles Morales and like this whole dimensional thing. But yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. I loved, loved, loved the first movie. It was so good. Cool. This one was so good. It was amazing. You'll see what you think of nice. the first one. I'm guessing you liked it if you you bought the DVD. Yes. Right? 
I love it. Um, yeah, actually, the first time I really saw it, because uh, it was on Netflix for a little while, right? Or Prime or something. It was somewhere. Oh, Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was on some streaming service. And I remember there was something going on at school and like we were done and they were like, well, can we watch the Spider-Man movie? So I put that on. And so I was kind of working, but also keeping an eye on them and sort of watching it. But like, and I had stuff to do, but I would find myself like, I just kept watching the movie because <laughs> it was so good. And it was so just visually beautiful you know yeah I love animated movies too they're some of my favorite um movies and um just to see also how it really got my students attention and I do have a kid in school named Miles and he's like yo that's me that's me yeah it's me it's Miles and so it's really cool you know when they say representation matters it's so so true um and you know for my students to see kind of themselves on screen um so that was really cool but yeah I think just visually beautiful the story was amazing um love the you know the the, the parent child relationship it was great. Cool. <laughs> How about you guys? I mean, I echo everything you you both said. I think, I mean, I, I am not a comic book person. Michael is a comic book person. But because of that now and because of the first movie, I mean, it was just like that art form coming to life and like filling my brain and my eyes with um, awesomeness. Like it was, the animation was just, I mean, I, I agree. It was it was outstanding. And it's such a different way to animate versus kind of the the fifties like Cinderella movies, right? Or like the um even newer like inside out movies, right? Like you see all these like cute little animations, but this was literally like looking at a comic book and then it coming to life. And it was um amazing. And I think as with any sequel, um, or with any like, you know, uh what are those called? Like installations of of a story. You always wonder, like, well, what is the second? Like, is the second one going to live up to what the first one did? Because the first one was so groundbreaking, and the first one was so, you know, inspiring and amazing. And I, so I was wondering, like, what could potentially come of the second one? And this one was like, I thought even better than the first one. If and I didn't know how that was possible, but so <laughs> it it blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we saw it in theaters and yes, then multiple times. The mom starts mm-hmm. speaking Spanish uh-huh. and I got teary-eyed. And I'm like, yeah. I bitch, I don't even speak Spanish. And like <laughs> this is getting to but like what you said with representation, seeing more black and brown people on screen. Yeah. That that instantly and then the animation style, like right, like and um I watch a lot of anime, I watch a lot of just different kinds of cartoons my whole life and even still i was amazed and surprised at the stuff they were doing i thought wow you could still find a way to make something that can be astounding like uh visually and then and then just they they incorporated a lot of hip-hop into uh the movie throughout the movie um and i think it i think what helped it too was that at the time there was 95 Spider-Man movies or something. There was like, we've yeah, seen yeah. so many Spider-Spider all, Spider all white men. And 
that's cool, I guess. But like, this was so refreshing to see a different take on it from a different perspective. And well, and because we are so, there are so many iterations of this same like story, mm-hmm. right? And I think mm-hmm. that's the beauty of what comes out of the. Ooh, uh, okay that's what like we see in the second one right there's spider-man india right there's mm-hmm. um spider pop cool. like yeah like there's all these different right and you have gwen stacy you have like all of these different iterations but now you're seeing them and i think that in the past with some of the other <laughs> spider-men with like the human people it it was just kind of the same copy paste story in a way. And I, I really love the Tom Holland ones. Um, the other, we went back and watched all of the originals too. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so we could like be prepared, but it was, it was still like, again, something that, that taps into the like representation matters in the second one is that you have all of these different stories and people mm-hmm. um, coming to life in the second and across the spider across the spider verse yeah so now we've seen it what did y'all think of it as and then we can go specifically into certain characters or maybe certain parts but i guess overall uh what were your thoughts on the movie in general i loved it like most everything's like just perfect. Like I loved everything. I loved, you know, when they're having the parent meeting and he's got to be in oh Spanish God. and his parents are like, ah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's kind of how I would be. It's like, oh man, my kid <laughs> should know this. Um, so, so there were just so many elements that were so real and like relatable. So I loved that. Yeah. I loved how like, it looks like a comic book. I love how each of the spider people, they have their own animation style. I do think it was like, I felt like it was a little long. And sometimes Mm. I felt like there was like, oh my gosh, another spider person. (laughs) And so sometimes like it got to be too many for me. And I got a little confused too. Of course, the whole multiverse thing is kind of (laughs) confusing. sort of but yet it was still so visually amazing and the story you know it's still very relatable yeah it was an amazing sequel cool jana yeah i loved it i loved everything about it uh, i love the voice acting i love the animation i love the story i love i i love there's nothing i can say bad against this movie i actually i cursed really loud in the middle of the theater because the internet is a wonderful and sad place because I was trying to avoid the spoilers and I mm-hmm. think I did a pretty good job, but with its history of spoiling things, mm-hmm. I didn't see it anywhere that there was a to be continued for this movie. So I oh, was going nice. into this oh. thinking that, you know, like as I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, here's, you know, I I get why people love Spider-Punk so much. Is it terrible that I was like, I saw his his hair and I was like, like yeah, he's black. And then I went, oh, yeah, he's like even cooler because he's black, but he's also British. And I'm like, that probably has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but um, but no, like, he was a char- super cool character. <laughs> like, he was, he, yeah. it was very much like that 1980s, like. Oh, yeah. London. Rebellion. Oh, yeah. Like, 
you think that there's a problem, stand up for what you're, yeah. what you think is wrong. And, you know, if you don't like it, how he stepped out was like, I quit through his thing. I was uh-huh. like, this guy, I get why people loved his character so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so everything was good. And then, you know, when Stacy is doing her thing and being awesome, and then there's Peter Parker and his spider kid. And I was like, this is so good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it blacked out and I went, what the fuck? I did the same thing, what? actually. And I knew yeah. that it was because of Michael. I knew that there was a, a third installment and I still was like, and our son is with me. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that it was going to be a three-parter. It didn't even come to my mind that it was going to be a three-parter. Yeah. All I know is, is I'm losing my mind and it's the end credits and it's the most epic part and it's the cliffhanger. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. My yeah. sister's just looking at me like, yeah, I know. And I was like, Delora. She said, yeah, I know. I said, no, Delora. She said, yeah, I know. I was like, Delora. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, I know. The internet said nothing. I was like, I had no idea. So good. So like, I am <laughs> like, Oh, like I even told my mom, I was like, you want to go see it? She was like, I don't know. My sister says, oh, yeah, I'll watch the baby. It's totally fine. You guys go see it. I said, let's go see it. I'll yeah. totally go see it right, like, right now. Like right right now. Yeah, It was so good. It was just so good. I really uh, want to see it again, too. So we, we were trying to find a bootleg version. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we yeah we found it had like some language at the top. Like, There's no sound. The visuals, but like you could, and it was not the same. I was like, uh, no. Because uh, it's a bootleg yeah. version, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think of it? I mean, I, you, it's always hard with, you know, the Daga or the multiple like parts to a whole. So I was concerned <laughs> going into the second one that it wasn't going to be as like revolutionary as the, the first one. And then it fucking was all of the different like animation styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was reading an article about all, article about all of the different inspirations for like each of the different like animation styles and the different characters and I mean it was just aesthetically beautiful and like mind-boggling how they were able to just transport you to different stories you know with the different characters on screen and I agree that it was really long especially with the five-year-olds Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. But also, like, again, I'm not super. I know some because of Michael and because, like, I've invested time in these movies and some of the comics and all of that. But there were some things that were just over my head. And yet there were some elements that, um, because we even watched a YouTube video after that was like all of the million Easter eggs in the damn thing. And I was like, what? Like, I would have never known them. Yeah. But yeah. it was also really relatable, right? It's, it's, I mean, there's so many themes of like parenthood and then coming of age and then being um, not super like accepted as super Latino, not accepted as super black, you know, all of these, even with uh, his, his accent, I find myself, I found myself like criticizing, criticizing his accent, but I was like, my accent shit too. Like, what am I talking about? And I like grew up speaking, right? I don't know. It's just, it's all of these things that come to mind when we think about like, um, like diversity and, and different stories being told and who's doing the telling. Right. Um, because for so long, it's been kind of the same people telling the same stories. And so this was like super refreshing. 
I mean, again, just blew the first one out of the water. And I think even the parts that were super relatable, like my best friend just reminded me the other night that my Spanish teacher wanted to put me in AP Spanish. And I was like, no, because I was in high school and I was trying to be cool or something. I don't even know. I don't remember that. My best friend remembers that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I did that. She's like, yeah. I was like, that's stupid of me. I could have gotten college credit for that. Like in retrospect, right? Like hindsight's 2020, but it was super relatable. Like there's so many different elements and especially being a parent now and, and thinking back to all of the, you know, silly shit of being um, like younger. It was even the political messages that were in there were just, I mean, it, it's a masterpiece. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, when um, Indian Spider-Man was like, this is where the British government took all of our Yeah, and I didn't realize, too, that um, in the UAE, and I think, was it Israel? I don't know. Anyway, in the UAE, I know that it was not allowed to be shown. They banned it. Because of the what? trans flag in Gwen Stacy's room. And then there's like a theory online about oh, her yeah. being trans. And I was like, yes, I was fuck? just thinking about that. There yeah. was so much of that. Yeah. I don't want to say plastered because that sounds, that's not the right word I want to use. But I was scrolling because the I internet is a glorious and yeah. dark place. Yeah. I think it was IGN, I think, did an article about how there is a protect trans kids flag in Gwen Stacy's room. Yeah. And because of that, yeah. they had theorized that in a different Spidey verse, Gwen mm-hmm. Stacy is a person... A, tra- a trans a, person, yeah. Thank you. A trans yeah. person. And that's why her fa- their father didn't accept them. Mm. Not because of the whole Spider-Man thing, or Spider-Person, we'll say. It was because that they were a trans person. And mm. that's why. Mm. And then uh, yeah. going into seeing the movie... You see it, uh-huh. but I almost wonder if I didn't, if I didn't catch myself reading that article, mm-hmm. would I have caught something like that? And that's the gloriousness of the internet, right? I mean, so many, <laughs> like they call them the eagle-eyed fans and, and all of the fucking articles that I read of like all of the different like nuggets of things that you'll notice that I would never have noticed if I didn't potentially like read something Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some things that I caught, like on Miles' backpack, he had a Black Lives Matter pin. Um, that, right? Like there was a couple of things, but like even the political messages and even the turmoil of like the police in America, like mm-hmm. with Gwen Stacy and her dad, too. I think it, it was like a, a really good storyline to explore. And I and then Miles, you know, all of the dads being the captains or the police. Right. Like it's just it's, it was really yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one moment that stood out, like just to keep on like the police thing, was when Gwen's dad finds her and they're in the museum and he's pointing the gun and he says, I have, uh, he says, put your hands up. She puts them up and then he's, uh, she, he's like, the suspect is armed. And she goes, What? No, I'm not. What are you talking about? And uh, she, he says, Get down on the ground. And she says, Put my hands up or get down on the ground. And it felt, like real like they're poking at real life and like mm. what's happening constantly yeah. with the police and sort of the the abuse of power and there's even that scene towards the end with Gwen and her dad and something about like you wear the badge so that bad people aren't cops some something to that iteration cuz he's trying to be a, a a good cop 
So he's sort of blocking that. I missed the Black Lives Matter um, when Serena took our son to see it and she told me about it. I was like, what? I need to go see the movie. Like what other thing? I missed the, the trans flag too, or the trans um, is it poster or or whatever it was. Like I, I missed that too. And so, I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing about like rewatching movies when you get to pick up on things um, mm-hmm. uh, even more. And another thing that stood out to me was the different animation styles, right? A lot of the water paint or watercolor paint, aesthetic with Gwen in the beginning and then first off I said oh we're just gonna give her the whole first 20 minutes I'm here yes. for it like let's let's yeah. give it to her like, yeah what yeah. yeah like Mike Michael I'm Michael Miles oh Michael. is now the traveler and this is almost like Gwen's story right mm-hmm. like this is mm-hmm. and I really liked that shift I thought that was well, really cool yeah I wonder are they setting it up? Is she going to have a bigger storyline in the next movie? Perhaps I like, I don't know. Like, like I thought she was a secondary character, you know, more of a supporting character and they were giving her time, you know, mm-hmm. where she was more uh, was like, Oh, well maybe she's going to be the main character now. So I'm curious if they're going to show us even more in the next. Mm-hmm. I would think, I would think they would. Cause I feel like when the first one came out, and when Gwen Stacy made her appearance, even before this animated business mm-hmm. was going on, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. So we'll do Tom Holland's Spider-Man with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the thing I want to do. No, okay. no, 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 that's not it. Gwen Stacy, <laughs> she is Andrew Garfield's yeah. spider, spider, with love, Emma Stone. Love. Yeah, with yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I think people may or may not have liked her, but with that animated one, people were obsessed mm. with Gwen Stacy. Like yeah. that comic, like that Comic Con season, you were seeing Spider Man's and Gwen mm. Stacy everywhere, mm. everywhere. Cool. And so now that this second one has come out, and the movie was was just great overall, I think people still love that. And I think now that like what Michael had said with brown and black people being a little bit more predominant in the films. Now I feel like this is somewhat opening a door for LGBTQ plus mm. and trans people to really be seen mm-hmm. on the big screen, regardless of animation or whatever, mm-hmm. but a story that some other people can relate to is going to be told in some mm-hmm. shape or form. So I totally hope, well, I think it'd be great if they did that whole yeah. like transgender yeah. role with Gwen Stacy yeah. like explanation. Cause I, I think that would be fabulous saying that, you know, anybody can be a superhero. And I think that's what, uh, what Stanley wanted in the first place. That's the whole reason <laughs> why Spider-Man has a mask is because anybody can be Spider-Man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Spider person, spider people, spider Gwen. Spider I mean, pig. spider pig, the cat for Pete's yeah. sake. The cat, that the T Rex, the T Rex. Oh, my son lost his mind. He was like, the Western with the horse, and he's like, "Why does the horse? Why does the horse have a mess? Oh yeah, like the horse was so bad. Yeah. So, what do you think of the? I'm, oh, go so ahead. good. No, no, no. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of loved seeing the pregnant spider woman. Oh, oh my God. God. Issa Rae. Yeah. Well, one, Issa Rae. Yeah. I adore Issa Rae. But yeah. her 
I, I mean, she's just amazing in this movie. But I, Michael told me about the movie even before I went to see it because I'm not a person that super minds about spoilers. But when I, I, I must have missed the fact that she was pregnant. So I about lost my shit when I, she came on screen. And I was like, she's fucking pregnant. Like, on a motorcycle. And then I came back and I yelled at him. I was like, she's fucking pregnant. And he's like, yes, I told you that. And I was like, I missed that. I don't know. But oh my God, it was amazing. It was, again, like the exploration of parenthood, right? And like, oh my God, it was, oh, yeah. she did such a great job. Yeah, I, I did watch a couple YouTube videos, too, because I was like, wait a second, what was this? I wanted to be a little, you know, a little more educated. So I was curious. So I was re- hearing some people's reviews. And there was this one guy that was like, and anyone who's pregnant on a motorcycle just looks ridiculous or something. I was like, dude, you don't That's understand. Like, no. you don't know that what guy. women do yeah. when they're pregnant. <laughs> You know, we can do anything. Here, yeah. it's more dangerous to probably be pregnant Just and be a person yeah. of color than it would be to die on a motorcycle. Yeah. Be <laughs> I would check statistics on that, but for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was very cool. Uh, to jump back a little bit, mm-hmm. if I didn't feel the time, like I, I have heard like some people go, it, it felt really long. I, when it ended, I thought, oh, what? We're not, are we not doing this? Like, you could have told yeah. me it had been seven hours, and I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. And I, I did see something, like, months ago where it was advertised as Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. And so I wasn't oh. surprised oh. that it cliffhangered at the end. Um, mm. But they changed the third one to Beyond the Spider-Verse, and it's not Across the Spider-Verse Part 2 anymore. So that's, cool. that's probably yeah, why the, the marketing changed. Uh-huh. as far as you know when they were advertising it so i there was mm-hmm. one dude next to me in the theater and he was just no like just he was yeah. so upset and i was like mm-hmm. dude what do you want like yeah i yeah. thought i thought people but you know um i think i think maybe that's just a testament to to how invested it got the viewer into into it that yeah, the storytelling you're just people. like and we're gonna end the movie huh what we're gonna what yeah yeah it <laughs> right felt the movie? like a punch in the face i was like <laughs> because i i, I think again he told me like this is part one and i was like wait what but in the moment i was like no like i felt yeah. the same like guttural like i lurched forward in my seat like no <laughs> i bought the new like, keep I going, going <laughs> yeah i didn't say anything but i was like like my hands just instinctively <laughs> the latina in me was like <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think that's me like i didn't feel like it was too long i maybe just felt i think when i saw the to be continued thing mm-hmm. i was like oh, we've been sitting here it's been so long it felt like when you're right. gonna leave us on this i thing. see yeah, yeah. well I my well i was gonna agree with you in the sense of my sister was when because I saw it with her and we were sitting there and as it, as I was doing my freak out of the to be continued <laughs> and losing my effing mind, she was like, it felt really long, but there was a lot of content. Mm. Yeah. There was so much content. Yes. And I was like, yeah, but there's a two hour movie. It's like we sat through what? We sat through friggin' Endgame. Yeah. Which I think yeah. that was almost a three hour movie. Yeah. Like yeah. Anything past Iron Man three, I feel like, is a, always a two and a half, three hour movie. Anyways, 
So I'm like sitting here for a long period of time. That's just what it is to go to the movies. Like yeah. nobody sits there for an seats. hour. You got the little yeah, your legs one, stretch yeah. out mm-hmm. like better food. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's just like, but there was so much content for such a long time. So how would it? Yeah. How would there not be a second part? I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? Look at all this content they shoved in for two hours. Like yeah. what the? What do you think they're gonna do for the next one? Yeah. Of course, and there's could, gonna be a bunch of content, but yes. Could yeah. you guys have sat like, what if they had created the third one, like it was made, and it was like, we're just gonna take a little intermission. Okay, now we're ready for the third one. Would you guys have been like, yeah, I'll oh, sit fuck yeah, oh, me too. I, oh yeah, as long <laughs> as I too. got the ten minute bathroom break, yeah, yes, and like refill and. Mm-hmm more candy yeah Yeah, i oh i totally could have but i i also think it is subjective right like i again not having as much in-depth knowledge as michael like it felt at times overwhelming Mm -hmm. it felt at times Mm -hmm. exhausting and Mm -hmm. at some points like super confusing i was like what the fuck there's all these things happening and 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 I mean, again, it was aesthetically beautiful and it was, there were times where you really could get engrossed in the story because it, it, it was amazing. But also, there was a lot of content. There was a lot to kind of ingest and then like try to let sit. And then by the time I like picked on, picked up on something, there was like 20 other things that happened. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I have to watch this so many other times. And again, I think a part of that is because I don't have, that kind of historical knowledge that could help me feel less overwhelmed. But regardless, it was still an amazing movie. So yeah. I, I'll mm-hmm. see it as many times as I need to, to make sense of all yeah. the things. <laughs> Before they get to, I guess, Spider, or I, I forgot, is it Nueva York where everybody is? Mm-hmm. There were some really cool scenes that I sort of just wanted to like throw out and see, but that really stuck out to me was Miles Spider-Man talking with his dad after the spot had kicked himself in the butt and they were, they're having a conversation. Uh, right. And the dad is like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I can't talk to my kid. And usually in any other movie, the person they're talking back and forth, back and forth, but they would let it breathe and no one would say anything between the two of them. They'd say that one person would, and then they reply. And then they do a shot of a tarp blowing in the wind. And then just two of them just standing together. And I love the moments like that. And, uh, Miles and his mom on the roof before the mom like yeah go with go with your friend it's fine uh, you're you could be ungrounded or whatever they they did find moments to sort of just breathe and I think because those happened before we get to Nueva York where just like shit hits the fan like great shit I loved it but like it, it gets super hectic in that section of the movie we get the really cool I I love this picture and I want it as a shirt I want it as like an art piece on the wall when Gwen and Miles are sitting upside down um, on the building Mm. somewhere and you just see the buildings and just like them, you just see their back and they're just talking to each other. Oh oh my God. (laughs) That made my heart so happy. Well, and I feel like that's also a callback to the first one. Mm -hmm. There's one of my favorite scenes is when Miles first jumps off of the building and it's just him upside down and it's slow and it's almost the cityscape. I mean, it's it's breathtakingly beautiful. And then when they did that with both of them, I was like, oh my God, like I cried. Well, I loved that 
but because her hair, you know, she was upside yeah. down and like, it helped me remember, oh yeah, they're upside down. <laughs> they're not just, you know, sitting upright, but having her hair like that, it like helped me orient myself. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I liked all the little details like that. And it, you're right. It was a beautiful shot. And I like that they kept it real because not every conversation you've got people talking, you know, back to back, there are silences. <laughs> yeah. And then I think even like miles sliding his hand over to try to touch Gwen. And then she goes, it doesn't end well between the Gwen's and spider people, spider Man. And he slides uh-huh. his hand back. I'm like, no, I fit there. Oh my God. No. <laughs> um, we just shot down as, or your friend zoned, I guess. Uh, <laughs> is what that uh, felt like was happening. He's referring to about an hour and a half. Uh, where I tried to, I was like, Serena, can I give you a hug? And she goes, no, get away from me. <laughs> what characters, there's a lot of spider people and spider creatures. Uh, we talked about spider punk a little bit. What other spider people or beings really stood out to you throughout the movie? I really enjoyed the guy from India. Yes. He yeah. was very fun. And I yeah. loved how I don't I'm sure how he was flinging his webs. There is probably a term for that spinny thing that mm. he was flicking around. I don't know what yes. it's called, but I'm sure there is a cultural name for it. I don't know if it was supposed to be a part of his bracelet, but I feel mm. like when he wasn't flicking them somewhere or another, they ended up on his wrist and then he would like throw them again, and then they go back on his wrist. I don't know if that was actually a thing or if my brain was just making it up, but it Almost felt like, like that. Rings? And I thought, like, like yeah, like Shang-Chi? they were like those thick, yeah. like bracelets. Oh, and they yeah. were kind of indented in the middle. And they almost, like, they almost looked like a yeah. toy you would see at the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. yeah. But I could have sworn I saw him where he had him on his wrist and then he would fling out and then they would end up on his web yeah so i don't know if that was an actual thing but i enjoyed everything that's cool about him his fabulous hair that he just oh uses coconut oil yeah. i also <laughs> intro was so cool yeah i also so cool. did not know chai tea was just like frowned upon like it's just chai <laughs> when he was like you're just saying tea tea yeah. that's like, so hard oh really that's you yeah. don't like coffee coffee i did not know yeah <laughs> Coffee, coffee with some creamer, creamer. Uh, that was, I laughed yeah. so hard. Oh my god! Yeah. I would drink yeah. that, and I thought that was funny. Non bread, also. Serena's like, you didn't know that it was just non. I go, oh, I always called it non bread. Shit! Like, thank you, Spider <laughs> Spider Verse, for teaching me these yeah. cultural things. Yeah, the design, his whole thing was was very cool. Yeah. How about you, Dulcia? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I do wish that the punk dude had subtitles <laughs> I was like okay I so I'm not the, the only accent. one but okay yeah. I'm like I can't quite understand everything he's saying but I love it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones that I love too yeah those are the ones that start there were just there were so many there were starting to be so many yeah um I there was, I think it was in the first one, and Nicolas Cage voiced him. Uh-huh. I think he's Spider Noir. Yeah. Yes. I think it's him. Yeah. I saw that one. And then I always loved, I don't remember her name, but it's the little girl from Tokyo. Penny. I believe. Yeah. Penny Parker. Penny yeah. Parker. Penny. 
With the robots? Yes, with the robots. Um, in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So you can oh, never cool. hate on Spider Pig. Yeah. Yes. There she is. Of course. There's Spider Pig. And like, I've kind of loved how, like, the whole gang from the first one kind of yeah. was like, yeah, we got Miles' back because we kind of helped mm-hmm. frame who he is and like help him understand that you know with great power comes great responsibility so of course we got his back so i Mm -hmm. i loved that it was i'm curious as parents what did you guys think of peter parker taking the baby and the baby bajorn everywhere (laughs) i can't believe we have not talked about this yet yeah, one of I, my favorite I, parts. Died. I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. I I would have loved it. Oh my, and I really like, want a knit cap yeah. now for yeah. oh for our daughter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And how he pulls it down, he's like, okay, now we're ready. And yeah, he's like, like, time for your first chase, and he puts it on her lower. He's like, don't it's tell so mommy. Yeah. Don't tell mommy. <laughs> yeah okay so my first introduction to that particular actor and i'm blanking on his name jay johnson was new girl oh, yeah. so he's nick, oh, he's nick, nick miller in new girl oh okay yeah so i and i i mean we've rewatched we uh-huh. have rewatched new girl i don't know how many times and now like see hearing him in the first one and now in the second one like I can't think of a better person to play that particular role, like with his comedic timing and his intonation, like with, and then his interactions with the baby. Oh my God. It was, he's one of my favorites, I think ever. And he's like, yeah. And it's so weird because I'm like, I, when I think about him, I would never imagine that person getting the role of Spider-Man, but now I can't imagine anyone else being in that role as Spider-Man. Or that version, right? And and yeah. I think the other person I love Oscar Isaac to begin with, yes. like just. Mm-hmm. And I loved his like. I read a thing that called him like almost like the Dark Knight version of Spider Man, and I was like, oh, that's a great mm-hmm. way to like kind of yeah. wrap my brain around that. I I really liked the way he was drawn. His story was heartbreaking, and it, he was like menacing, and yet I was like, wow, this is. This is arousing. I don't know. It was like weird. I don't know. She said arousing. Let's just be clear for everybody <laughs> listening. Because she said arousing. No, and I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. He uh, to to go with Oscar Isaac, who who plays Miguel, uh, or yeah, yeah, Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Oh yeah. The scene with with Mayday, the baby, and climbing all over him, but he stays <laughs> just no emotion and just mm-hmm. ca- still keeps catching her right every time she's about to fall. But like he's she's coming up here and then she's on his head and he just looks so annoyed, right? Uh, I, we all have those friends who are like, why like, do you have why? children? Yeah, why? <laughs> this is what you gave up your life for. Um, there was definitely a huge theme of parenting and mm-hmm. I didn't quite understand it. And I, I'm I'm still even trying to to figure out what it was saying. And I, I think I think it's just like luck that the three of you are all parents. And I don't know if that mm-hmm. it was really clear to you it in, in watching the movie, but I'm, I'm having a really hard time putting my finger on was, was it saying one thing about parenting? Was it saying multiple things about parenting? Uh, Cause we have, you know, Peter with, with Mayday and miles with his parents and even Gwen with her dad. 
and sort of even in a weird twist of it with with is it I think Jessica Drew is Spider Woman, Issa Rae, when they're sort of like that's my I was her I was her mentor when they're chasing and and Peter's like well Miles I mentored him and he's he's kicking our ass so it looks like I did a good job right <laughs> so there there's a lot of parenting ideas and and talks and I was wondering if you all what came across to you whenever that came up I honestly didn't even think about it until you said it. <laughs> all right well never mind jane is out i'm out <laughs> he looked like i i didn't even like I, I didn't even think about it like i didn't even think about like a parenting aspects to this movie i was mostly thinking like this is this 15 year old kid who's acquired these insane abilities and it's it's not just about the powers and feeling as if you need to protect your family, but you're protecting a city and you still want to live the normal life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the normal life includes going to fancy school. If you're ridiculously smart and wanting to reach out and learn about like, like molecule colliders and mm-hmm. things and such and going to those ivy league schools and you know your parents obviously want what's best for you and to make sure you're you know if you can speak spanish that you're doing well in spanish like (laughs) things like that i never even thought about the parent like as the parent observing your child Mm -hmm. how you do that like i i I didn't know and then all i thought instantly as you were talking about it was like you kind of have to you're not going to be around for your kid's whole life Mm. as much as you want to and as much as you want to protect your child from random strangers on the light rail you know (laughs) some things happen and you have to protect them the best that you can and give them the knowledge Mm -hmm. to be able to protect themselves and just straight up trust them that they're going to make the decisions themselves and you know if they make a wrong one know that you made a wrong one and what can we learn from it Mm -hmm. sort of deal but i yeah i have no idea i don't even know if that even counts because i really didn't even think of it like that i I think comic comic books do um especially spider-man i mean the concept of family is pretty big in it and i think a, a lot of the comic movies uh comic movies touch on like your upbringing and who raises you and how that affects your adult life. I mean, uh, if you think of Spider-Man and how when his uncle, you know, passes away, that that's the inciting incident in the story for him to be like, okay, well, that quote that he hates now with great responsibility, Uh (laughs) with great power comes great responsibility. Um, but but it's true, you know, how you are raised determines what kind of person you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. And your parents have a whole lot to do with that or your guardians or whoever it is that raises you. So, yeah, we see people being raised by aunts and uncles. You see people being raised by single parents. And mm-hmm. so I think the whole parenting thing and who who you belong to and how you were raised is just a big part of well, anybody's story, but it is important, I think, to comics book yeah. stories. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Parenting aspect. What I wrote down in my little tiny notebook 
You had the questions um, ahead of time. No, no, no. no. Oh, she, she, my own notes because that's how my takes notes on everything. So I like have all of these notes. You're so yeah. cute. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Really precious. Oh, it's just how my brain processes. I didn't know myself okay, and going. I would be a mess if I didn't do that. Um, so what I wrote down was consequences to choices and whether consequences I know has like a negative um, connotation, but it's not always the case. It's just the result of a choice, right? And mm-hmm. I think even if the consequences then are unintentional, like that might not be the result you hoped for, it's still the results that happened. And I think that is at the heart of parenting, but even more so, I think the kind of through line is family. Like this whole spider multiverse is connected and they are almost family. It's um, Aunt May raising and Uncle Ben raising Peter. Mm-hmm. It's Penny Parker and her dad, right? It's like even Miles' relationship with his uncle. It's Spider Jessica mentoring Spider Gwen. It's Peter B. Parker mentoring Miles and yeah. um, Oscar Isaac's character, Dark Knight, Spider Dark Knight, choosing to like find the happiness of the family like that he because like that was a dark twist but i was like damn like he just wants a family like his family like he, he found this version right like i it's think family is yeah. the through line that i get and so yes parenting but it's also and this is something that michael taught me it's like family is also who you choose to be your family and in a way that's also just very apparent throughout this this movie which i think is really powerful like you don't always have to look the same or talk the same or have the perfect accent or whatever the case is like it's it's what you kind of continue to choose to keep and to just be ready for the consequences to your choices to like everything whether it's bad or good it's still it's there and and you've got to move forward the best way you know how yeah Those were all the correct answers, you three. So good job. Um, (laughs) Even Jana's. I have two other things that popped up and obviously whatever y'all have too. So the whole like sort of thing that spurs is, you know, there's canon events. We can't interfere because this is what makes makes or breaks. And if you mess with it, it gets destroyed. And we we sort of see a, a short little thing of Miguel where he replaces his dead self which is wild and peter parker was in there like peter b parker was in there because he was like remember that and you kind of do see him in the little hologram recollection i don't mm-hmm. know if i'm wrong and um so miles saves in india in Man- india matt mambatin Mambatin, right? The police captain. Yeah, he saves mm-hmm. him, which yeah. he, he's not supposed to be saved, I guess. <laughs> right. yeah. So then, does the whole thing get messed up because Miles is like, "I'm not gonna let my dad die. I need to go back," right? And and it's that philosophical question of, you know, would you let one die to save many? And then, like, if it's your dad, um, right? So with Spider Gwen's dad not being a captain anymore. Does that mess up the canon event? Because if the captain's supposed to die and he's not a captain, does that mess things up with Gwen? And maybe that's something that'll be explained. Or like, how did that come off to you all? See, consequences of choice. Yeah, um, <laughs> because he's like, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. And 
she goes, wait, so you're retiring. And I, I don't know if they gave, she says that line with already the implication, like, oh, so I've changed things. Or if it was just like as a daughter, oh, wait, so you're retiring? Like you're, you're quitting. I don't know if y'all have thoughts on that. I think it changed. I think it changed because I thought that too, because Miguel was talking about there has to be, you know, we'll just say the captain has to die at some Mm -hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Or like either it seems like it's either the oh it's my ice maker it's either the captain or it's an uncle mm-hmm. of some sort whether that be Mal Morales's it's either uh, <laughs> the uncle dies or the father captain dies because let's see if I have this right Miles Morales is technically not supposed to be who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. His spider, his spider got pulled into a different dimension yep. because of the spot. So his Spider Man was never supposed to die in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that obviously changed something because then that's where we get to the end where Miles is technically put back in his, we'll say, correct dimension where he runs into himself and his self is the Prowler. Oh my. Mm-hmm. And so what then is that? Like, is that the Spider-Man that is still alive in that 42 dimension? And, you know, his dad still has become captain, but now Miles is not technically in that realm. Well, I don't know if I say realm, but that dimension anymore. So does that not change something as well? Like, does the captain still have to die if a Mm Spider-Man is no longer present in Mm -hmm. the dimension so i do think something changed whether or not it's for the better who knows but like maybe it's just a fate that you know you don't miguel doesn't get to have his family it has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with canon it has nothing to do with anything else you know it was just something that happened Mm -hmm. and that's there's going to be no dimension for you where it's going to work out for you mm-hmm. you can change as many life or as many timelines as you want go to as many dimensions as you want hide your body as many times as you want but it's not going to be for you i definitely think something changed and it'll be exciting when that happens mm-hmm. yeah you see yeah th- this this is one of those things that I'm like still a little confused about like I was kind of just going along for the ride <laughs> um so like I'm not quite sure I I do think something has changed I I can't quite hypothesize like what's yeah. going to happen or or why although ever since the movie I've been seeing and hearing the phrase canon event like everywhere now uh-huh. <laughs> like I see it in like Instagram videos or whatever oh my god like this this is a canon event or look oh, at get look out at this of child. here I know I was like, oh no <laughs> I've Never been mind. seeing it a lot now it's silly yes so, anyway. <laughs> so so there this particular like spider council what are they called Super I don't think they ever Super- said like a, a name yeah the Spider. governing board. <laughs> they are trying to maintain their stories and like catch 
like the I don't know what technically they're called, but like the rogue, the villains, because the, the villains are like popping, popping in two different in dimensions. Blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to protect all of these like storylines, which have the canon events that cannot change, but in things already changing because of the villains, right? And because they are jumping around, like when they are, when they are in a dimension. Everything that happens, including the ten- canon events, are now their current reality, which is how Miles able Miles was even able to save the captain mm-hmm. because he one didn't know, but also it's who he is. Like he can't not save that person, and because he's in that at the time, that's his current reality. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think that's almost the point. Like you can't when you're having all of these different storylines and different dimensions and different iterations of this story things are bound to happen because you we keep telling the stories it's almost like history in that you can recount a story so many times and like not everybody is going to tell it the exact same way because there's different perspectives because people experienced it in like you know it's going to have a different meaning from my generation to maybe my mom's generation or what have you right and i think that's also a big part of the theme is again like the unintended consequences to choices that you have to figure out how best to move forward whenever things happen because it's not all going to be like pre-written and maintained when there's so much changing and at stake in the present even if that present was a different present wow did i lose everybody yeah we lost everybody beep (laughs) jana's still in uh jana brought it up I gasped so hard when it was Miles as the Prowler. They did a really cool trick of, for me at least, making me think Miles was back home because he's in his room. He's telling his mom, Mom, I'm ready to tell you everything. I'm Spider-Man. And as a viewer, you're like, all right, here we go. Parental support. And uh, she goes, what's a Spider-Man? And I go, what What a weird thing to say. Like, you, you must know. He's been in the news. And... um when they they flip it and they they're flashing with Gwen who's sitting outside of the apartment and it looks like she's outside of his where he is and it's not my my reality shattered mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then we find out you know Uncle Aaron walks in and I I can't even how close he Miles was with Uncle Aaron to see your uncle walking towards you in real life I can't imagine that feeling as a character and then to see yourself as sort of the villain from where you came from, uh, and it looks like a villain from for where he is now, as as you, what went through your heads for that moment, that 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, it was a little confusing to me, too. And when he said something like, you took your braids out or something like that, I was yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> and. I love how they did it where they were slowly giving you clues. Um, And, you know, like, I think I slowly put it together. (laughs) And then, of course, right, you know, when he does reveal that and just like the body language and you could see like his confidence and the smile was different and the way he was talking is like, oh, that's not the Miles Morales we know. Uh (laughs) And it was just like, ooh, like it gave me chills, excited, but also like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. But but also really good. Yeah. I thought it was great. 
It made me wonder if he actually went to Spanish class because he said his <laughs> name, Miles Morales. Uh-huh. He put that little extra stank on it. Uh-huh. Whereas Miles Morales says, hi, Miles Morales. Morales. Right. Interesting. So like, ooh, I didn't catch that. Like, yeah. I replayed that whole part in my head. Like when I left the movie, I was like, wow, Miles Morales is different <laughs> than Miles Morales. I was like, that 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 small twang yeah. just embodied the character yeah. so differently. Yeah. And my sister absolutely loves a villain so she is freaking out when she sees that miles morales is the prowler she was like oh my god he's the prowler it's like oh how's he gonna fight himself and i was like oh, okay um, <laughs> i thought i was being extra during this movie <laughs> oh my gosh okay but yeah like i'm very much intrigued they ended it on such an amazing cliffhanger because all I could think is what yeah. exactly is going like what is going to happen? What is okay. happening? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what is happening? I mean, besides the fact if you Serena, I know you're not into the to the to the comic book scene and whatnot, and you kind of have to put a little extra effort, but it's like how is that for you for like what is going on? Like and what is going on? Like generally, like what is going on? how is he fighting himself yeah. when you know he's the good guy and the bad guy and then it goes to this weird are you fighting yourself your internal struggles and battles mm. and like how you're what developing is who you yeah. are like <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah there's like a whole thing i'm super stoked my dog is sick so excuse his hacking i'm gonna just <laughs> I'm just gonna mute it. I'm sorry. No, we can no. hear it. Your also, dog. we have a 15 year old dog who 15. wakes up. What is he? 12? It's 11. Bullshit. Trunks <laughs> is not 11. He's 12. He's turning 12 this year. Trunks. Yes. I feel like he's 12, 12, 11. Every morning, I hear I wake up to the sound of him hacking oh. on Michael's. So the one thing I thought about that whole scene, well, one holy fucking shit. Like I didn't. I didn't even realize. And then Michael mentioned it after, like, even the way he, the prowler hung down was also the way Miles hangs. hangs. Like, they're, yeah. in the beginning of the movie, Miles kind of, like, hangs down in his universe or in his, yeah, in his yeah. universe. And you see, like, the comparison. And when he said that, I was like, oh, my God. And then it was, like, super noticeable when that part came on. So I'm going to be nitpicky about this. One of the things that I wish stayed the same was Miles' hair. I wish that he either had braids in his own universe or he kept his hair because everyone else's character was the same, but they changed his hair and put him in braids when he was the villain. And that left, and I am not black. I do not know what it means to be black. And I am well aware of that, but I... (laughs) It left a very weird feeling for me. (laughs) And that was what I kind of dwelled on. And I can't help that. Like, it was just something that I recall thinking like, well, that's an interesting choice. And I wish they didn't do that because they already put that, the animation was so different of the two universes, right? Like it was so much more dark because there wasn't a Spider-Man in that universe. The way he says his name was already different. 
the kind of banter between him and his uncle was already so different, right? Like there were so many differences. I thought the braids was like a little much for me, for my personal, again, I don't know what it's like to be black. I just mean it was something that I didn't think should have stuck out as much as it did maybe. Yeah. I remember we talked about that when you, you came home and I think some of the reasoning might've been just to give him a physical difference for uncle Aaron to notice right away. Yeah. Um, And hair is an easy thing to, at least if you're going to draw something. Yeah. I always try to ask, okay, well, what other solution, like how, how would you have styled his hair then to make it different? So you still get uncle Aaron to go, what your hair is different. Um, you'd have to style it a different way. Yeah. Uh, so a perm. I landed on perm. Uh, if you had a perm. Wow. <laughs> or jerry curl. If you came out with a jerry curl. Um, <laughs> just dripping soul glow. I feel like. Imagine Sorry. that. <laughs> and he can't stick because I'm um, just kidding. That was a, that'd be interesting. But other moments, I guess, or characters stood out to you all that you sort of want to shout out or highlight i know it's it's late and i think i think we have work i definitely have work in the morning um, so uh let's not keep you all up any well i was curious about the i'm trying to think if i remember her name was it data spider oh she uh, was the, the vr yeah she was the oh, vr yeah. yeah and she legit was sitting in her room uh-huh. with a VR headset yeah. in the, 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 is that what it's called? It was the Nueva, Nueva York. York the, yeah. Like in that area. So I'm curious as to what exactly are, what are you? What, mm. what is, what is your canon? What is your story for you to be a virtual Spider-Man? Or yeah. Spider-Person? Like, because... yeah, is she human? Like, are you AI? But yeah, like, are you human? Like, what exactly is your story for you to not physically be an, a spider person, but you yeah. are virtually uh, a yeah. spider person? And, and then which does universe? Your canon, yeah. Yes. And does your canon actually happen physically or is it virtually? Mm-hmm. Like, what world are you living in? Cyberbullying. That's the canon like, event for her. I was like, I don't know, but you're right. Cause it's like, uh, that is a real thing. A real problem. Like when they show her, they show her little blip of like how she is being able to do everything through the hologram. She legit is sitting in her room and she says it. She's like, I'm sitting in my room. I'm eating Doritos and drinking a soda. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. So it's like, how are you here? Mm-hmm. If everyone else had a physical death, yeah, but you seem to be fighting crime and being a spider person in virtual reality. So yeah. I was Poor curious about mayor. her. Yeah, me too. Well, and did he have? Did Miles sort of have like a little crush on her too? Right? Was she the one? There's definitely like, like a pause, starting? like oh hi, and they did have see, eye contact. Yeah, I think she knew. I think she knew because it seemed like everybody knew that his spider wasn't supposed to be from that or his spider isn't from his dimension. 
-hmm. That spider is from a different dimension. So I think she knew because they take your DNA. Mm -hmm. So Spider 42 is from that other 42 universe. Mm -hmm. So I think she knew for a minute that he's Mm -hmm. not going to go where he needs to go, but he's going to go where his DNA tells him he's going to go. Oh, that's how you took. So the way I read that was, I think she knows Miguel has lost his mind. And as Miguel is trying to destroy the egg, the time, not time travel, but like verse travel egg where Miles is like, oh shit, he's going to get through. And she has the choice to push the button or not. I took her not rebooting the system as like, Miguel's kind of lost it. I have a feeling about Miles. I'm just going to let Miles go. That's how I read it. That would be interesting though hopefully the again the third movie sort of explains her a little bit more hopefully we see her i didn't even think about like what is her deal because peter porker if i don't know if y'all know was a spider who got bitten by a pig and then turned into uh, him and then um (laughs) and uh what yes that's how peter porker How did a pig bite a spider? There was this lady who was doing experiments on herself and she was hungry and saw him and bit him and he turned into a pig body, but still maintained his abilities from when he was originally a spider. Uh, At least if that we got a book from the library. No, no. I think that's the actual story. There's a whole, like, I think some of those spider, these spider people have their own they've been off like spider noir has his own like 1950s he's more of like the detective-esque type Uh spider-man yeah and then like peter porker the whole different yeah and uh like penny i still have to sort of think about like pennies is it the spider bit her so she's telepathically linked to it and she just makes robots so then like is I that her, her story? Her like dad can't... made the robot. I thought her dad made the robot. Her dad too. made the robot, but she's telepathically linked to the spider because it bit her. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So good because they're all like mm. different in a weird way. So the virtual reality girl, that I didn't even think about that. Like, what is how does that work? How? Um, Dilcia Serena, <laughs> what was you know maybe one last thing, a couple of things that stood out to you in the movie that you sort of want to shout out or. Um... I did want to mention that one scene with Gwen and her father, um, and it, it was just a beautiful scene. It was very like at first, like it, the, do you guys remember it changing colors? Watercolor. Yeah. Um, do you remember that one? Yeah. And like it was, was really subtle, but like it went along with the emotions that was happening in the scene, and I just thought it was so beautiful. It just really brought so much more to that scene yeah it just the animation the color everything it just i love how it it helped tell the story even more that was incredible yeah that scene Mm -hmm. i think full credit to the writers and like the animators and i mean in one of the articles i read it was just like again talking about all of the different inspirations of how they were going to animate this film and like that scene in particular was inspired by Cinderella so I don't know if you've seen Cinderella but the scene where she is trying to go to the ball and her sisters realize because the mom points it out 
that um, she's wearing like the necklace and she's wearing the sash. And so they're ripping like her dress apart and like the surroundings kind of change because of the mood. And that is where like they drew the inspiration from, which I we watched. Oh, that's cool. That was my choice today for to watch with our son because he's nice. never seen it. I don't remember if Michael has seen it, but like I used to love that movie. And I was I didn't even put that together until again, this article was like, this is what the uh-huh. inspiration was. And I was like, God, that's fucking cool. Like they went to a NASA. <laughs> facility in California which is where they drew like Miguel's kind of Lair. facility yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, very cool like so so much of the inspiration and I think like again this is just a, a masterpiece like art come to life and inspired by all of these different masterpieces and, and all of this different art that's constantly surrounding us and I think that's such a fucking cool thing for us now and then generations to come to witness yeah yeah cool thank you all for doing this i appreciate it yeah i'm excited to go see it again have a good night y'all it was great (laughs) talking talking with you uh jana save your dog your dog is like (laughs) i can't save me not that i want no no it it just poked its head up and it's just like let my owner go talking to my owner oh my it was nice seeing you guys (laughs) thank you again All right. Have a good night, y'all. Yes. Bye. A story that some other people can relate to is going to be told in some Mm -hmm. shape or form.